This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are well off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this episode, Adam Upper returns to talk about Kevin Smith and his foray into religious satire and about a sort of true story about a lady bounty hunter who was almost a reality star with Dogma. Welcome! Hello, Tracy. How are you today? Um, As I was saying before we started recording, I'm very hot. Yes, Uh, (laughs) yes, yes, it it, is. Even up in Canada, it is getting really, really hot. Yeah, I mean, I think today, uh, like I was saying, around it was like thirty degrees already at like nine a.m. and it was some it was yeah. stupid. Yeah. Um, and as a a person who does not have air conditioning, huh, it's been so much fun the last like two weeks. Yes, and and, and too, and every time like when it gets really hot, I always quote Dogma and uh, Loki <laughs> when or not Loki uh, Asriel when he gets to the house. No pleasure, no rapture, no exquisite sin greater than central air. It 100% is until I, once I got it, I'm like, he is so right. I, I immediately thought of him, and he is so right. I mean, the thing is, I've lived without air conditioning for about 10 years now, and like 98% of the time, it's really not that big of a deal. I'll get like two or three days where I, like, I can't stand it. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And then the rest of the time, I'm fine. Um, but that's also because I get to go to work. That's got air conditioning. I get exactly. to the mall. That's got air conditioning. I get to drive around. That's got or, air conditioning. Or the movies. They're, yeah. yeah they're, they're, well, not, but yeah, but I now because I'm, I'm trapped at home in the heat <laughs> continuously, it feels <laughs> 10 <laughs> times worse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, right. so even now this year, I'm like, hmm, maybe it's air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll eat the, uh, you'll eat the, uh, yeah. like $200 and yeah. yeah. But at least they're uh, they're keeping the the uh, AC bills like or the low or something like that. Their electricity bills low or like off peak or something still. I think. Yeah, I think they're still keeping it off peak until the end of July. I want to say yeah. something uh, like that. So at least that reduces the bills a little bit. Yeah, but so, still, yeah, so it's it's probably adding up quite a bit, especially oh, yeah. now. Especially if it's going to be cheaper, people will be having it on longer and more. Then that's going to be a big strain as well. So it's going to be fun. right. Yeah, because usually, like the middle of the day, from like nine a.m. to seven p.m., it's low. People aren't home. Yeah. No, people aren't there, and they turn it like, on when they get back home and whatever. Or like, yeah, yeah, because yeah, as you said, PA, you're at work, so work has it, so you don't have it at home, sort of thing. So yeah, now it's gonna be yeah, should be it should prove interesting. Oh yeah, so you know the downfalls of a pandemic. Who yeah, knew? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, none of us really, because <laughs> okay. I don't think any of us could have. Uh, predicted to this really and no uh, exactly exactly but you know it happened a hundred years ago and no, none of the governments actually took precautions to it so. <laughs> and now it's come back around again and they At say least. we never we never learn from our mistakes <laughs> and the history doesn't repeat itself <laughs> right? oh my yes. god yes. Uh, but yes uh, but yes uh, so uh, and i think i asked you this on one last uh, i think during the constantine one like you are or aren't religious? I forgot what the answer was. Um, I'm actually, I'm not, I will say I'm not a religious person. Um, like many people, including Kevin Smith, I went to a Catholic school as a child, you know, elementary school and high school and went to university and stuff. Yeah. Um, I haven't really stuck with the Catholicism. 
Um, but I'm also not particularly against people being religious. It's just the preachy people that really bother yeah. me where they're like, you're going to hell because you don't do exactly what I do. I'm like, yeah, eh. you, you, yeah, you got to follow this, this, and this, exactly that, or if not. Yeah, I'm like, if you want to believe in God, you believe in God. Yeah. Why yeah, are exactly. you yelling at me? I didn't, I didn't stab you or anything. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, and that's kind of like what the overlying thing with this movie is is that what I think uh, what was it Selma Hayek's character? Uh, uh, wait, wait, no, she's uh, like as as long as you have as long as you have faith, it's okay, sort of thing. It, instead of like so what you believe, as long as you have faith, and it's all good. Yeah, no, but well, isn't it? Isn't Chris basically. Rock who says you shouldn't have beliefs? You should have an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can change ideas, idea. but not beliefs. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot harder to change the idea than the, the or or the belief than idea or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, this this movie definitely has a lot of philosophical and notes to it because it is based on religion and you know yeah, yeah, morality yeah. and all that kind of exactly. stuff. And I'd always, yeah, that's my always thing. I always think he's having fun with it instead of making fun of the religion which mm-hmm. i know which some people kind of don't see the difference yeah um wait so before we get into like are you religious though i know i, I I'm, I'm atheist so oh, okay so hopefully that doesn't offend anybody that's listening listen to this that's like i wanted to listen to cut policies whatever Un- un- unfortunately it's about religion you're gonna offend somebody yeah true enough so yeah so unless- just, yeah, unless you're actively going, you know, to be offensive, you're going to yeah. offend somebody no matter yeah, yeah, how yeah. carefully you choose your words. Yeah, so. true, true enough. So, yeah, so hopefully nobody's listening to it. I will offend anybody yeah. with this, really. But, but of course, if you're watching a Kevin Smith movie and if you like it, then I, I'm fairly certain you won't be offended by this podcast, yeah. I don't think. <laughs> exactly, right? I mean, come you on. Know, so. you, you came in with a Kevin Smith movie. Exactly. Like, <sighs> even, it, it, even he can protest his own movie. Yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. You, you 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 heard about that, right? Yeah, because obviously, did, yeah. yeah. If you've uh, read, uh, it was probably like the first or second the evening with Kevin Smith. Yeah, well, he goes in the story where he actually where because obviously it's a religious movie. The Catholic, uh, the church was protesting the movie. It was the Catholic it, League, I believe it was. Or called? something like that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like the one where they so the one in like Red Bank by his place. Him and his friend uh, Brian Johnson, who was his lifelong friend who's also on comic book men mm-hmm. went to go protest the movie and then he was saying that like the, the local news got there and then the, the reporter came out of the thing saw him looked down at her notepad looked up to him back down notepad came up and he's like are you him he's like oh no i'm a uh, brian johnson he's like what the fuck <laughs> and yeah. then he's then he actually there's like a the news clip where he's like a uh, brian johnson it's him but i love the fact like he joined it because he was just on his way home and he's like what's going on over here and then he just joined in with him he's like why not (laughs) well i mean tell the truth why not indeed so and most the people there didn't recognize him except for the reporter because they had like a picture of him and uh and he was just like yeah i'm just gonna go with it it's cool and and I think and I think they said basically they wanted uh, the Weinstein Company to ditch it because that they're owned by Disney at the point. There was like, oh, as long as Disney guys, we really don't care, sort of thing. Or, yeah, I think. What, um, what's the point? Lionsgate, I think. <laughs> or, or yeah, Lionsgate. Was, yeah, I would, so, yeah. So I think it was it was part of. Uh, I want to say Weinstein, but it's the. It is, company. but it is it is Weinstein. It's, it's, but it's owned by owned by owned by them. But I'm, it's another company name that I'm thinking of. Or like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that, but yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. So. But uh, but yeah, actually, I 
really enjoy. I can, I really do still enjoy this movie. I think. I really, I do. I actually really enjoyed her watching this movie. I really do. Yeah, I think um, it's probably of uh, like his earlier ones, all in the mall rats, it probably definitely holds up the most. I think. Agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. and then plus two like Chris Rock. You can't go wrong with Alan Rickman. There's so many people in this movie. I always yeah. forget how many people. I forgot Janine Garofalo was in there. Actually, yeah same, yeah, yeah, same here. Like, Sushi popped up. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, like, but she's only in it for, like, two minutes. Yeah, like, we're at the, we're at the beginning at the, uh, the abortion clinic. Yeah. Clinic, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, technically, it's not an abortion clinic. It's a women's or, health clinic or, wait, wait, that which happens they to al- have abortion. Which they also perform there as well. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm going to go on a little rant about this. Because this what? shit pisses me off people are like it's an, all of these places are just abortion clinics i'm like they're not abortion clinics they are clinics they're health clinics for women that happen to have abortions it's, a, it's like any other medical procedure yeah, that, that's it's, one of many things that happens there. yeah like if you go into a walk-in clinic and somebody loses a foot you don't say it's the amputee clinic no it's still a walk-in clinic somebody just happened to get their foot amputated there or, or right? just like me, or just like me, I got a vasectomy earlier this uh, this year, and it was a walk-in clinic, and like it's not a vasectomy clinic. <laughs> well, exactly, you know, and uh, so like that kind of thing really annoys me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I don't know if this is going to piss people off or not, but I am very much pro-choice because yeah. it it is a woman's body. It's it's up I, to her, and it's her decision, and. I don't care how much of a quote-unquote whore you are. You are probably not a whore. Something horrible may have happened to you or something else and whatever. But people like to shout out names to women who are promiscuous for some reason. But men who are promiscuous are... Or, or, cool. Yeah, like I get the, I get the fucking high fives and shit. Yeah, yeah and and it just and it, it's it's horrible. Yeah, just exactly what Jay says. Like uh, the woman's body, woman's body is their own fucking business. Mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree. So. Because uh, one of the things that used to piss me off is that on my uh, on my way to work, when I used to have to take the TTC, I used to pass by a women's clinic. Yeah. And across the street every day, because legally they're not allowed to be on their property, right? So yeah. across the street from it every day, there are people holding up signs and chanting and, and all this kind of stuff. And they're holding up these like like horrible pictures and wow. trying to guilt people and stop people. I'm just like, go it's eight o'clock in the morning. Do you not have a job? Don't you have something to actually help society to do? Because this isn't helpful. Go no. home, you know? So I just have to say that I may have offended somebody somewhere somehow. Uh, well, but bad. like we said, <laughs> you know, this is this is one of those movies that has so many topics of discussion in it that are quote unquote offensive or can people can easily be offended by that yeah. you know you can't you can't help it exactly yeah and it's that i always thought he was having fun with it is that making fun and that's what people are always assuming what he's doing. yeah but he's actually said like uh, one of the things i was reading about him is that he's a catholic yeah. um and he considers himself a catholic he's raising his kid catholic so he's like I said, he's having fun with it, not making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. You know? and and it was said to making this movie kind of helped him deal with his faith as well. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. by the end of it, he can kind of come to that conclusion as well. Like as long as you're you know got your head in the right direction, sort of thing, and not being yeah. a dick, yeah. you're all good. You're all good. Well, right. which which kind of makes sense because by the end of the movie, God still comes and saves the day. 
you know, this woman, uh, she is uh, technically she's reborn and she's given a gift for the world. Um, and it's, you know, and, and it's, it's a very positive message at the end of it. We can, if we work together, we can save it no matter who you believe in, whether you're a back, black apostle who was left out of the Bible or a muse who became a stripper. Serendipity or, there. That's what her name was. Sorry. Yeah. Serendipity sorry. or, sorry. or oh, no worries. Um, <laughs> But like it's just, I just, I just think it's it's crazy that people are so against it, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then going back to Jane Garofalo at the uh, at the clinic or whatever, like uh, she says it perfectly. Like I just think of it as a glass. Like as your kid, smaller glass takes a little water to fill a glass. That's if the water is a faith. Mm-hmm. Grow older, glass glass that's bigger takes more water to fill a glass. More it faith, or it's kind of God deal with it. Grow up, sort of thing, right? Yeah, it takes more effort, especially since yeah. you have so many more distractions in your life and so many more responsibilities and and all this kind of thing. And your knowledge has has gotten not just your knowledge, but your your just general experience and views of the world have been tainted and stuff, making your glass bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, whereas you know you're still getting a drop of water, and you're like, eh, it's not enough. It's not filling the glass, yeah. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, and, and that, it, it asks all these questions within the first, like, five minutes of the movie. So, I don't, like, <laughs> you know, what's up with that? <laughs> and I love, too, that friggin' uh, George Carlin is in this movie as well. Oh, I, I find, love I, I, Yeah, exactly. And then, then the fact that he's playing, uh, like, a cardinal click is, mm-hmm. is, is perfect. It's like there's a little speech at the beginning where he's uh, talking about uh, redoing, like, Catholicism and brings out that buddy Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious every time. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. One of Just, the f- the few religious icons that I own is a Buddy Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I I, oh, yeah. I saw I saw one once at the Silver Snail like a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. I passed on it. Then I came back, and it was gone, and I haven't seen it since. I was like, fuck, I should have bought it, but I didn't. Yeah, no, I got that maybe like very early on, like yeah. uh, like maybe two thousand or so. Oh, nice. Nice. I was, you know, I was still regularly going to comic book stores and picking yeah. up stuff, and there it was, and I was like, done. <laughs> and then apparently later on, I found out that like this was like an item that people can't find. I was like, it is. Or, or I just walked into a store and picked one up. I don't know. <laughs> I know, as I said, I says randomly saw it there one time, and I was like, oh, I'll get get it next time, and then. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, I love this little thing. After he gets, after he takes the thing off, he's like, "Doesn't it just, you know, pop?" Yeah, <laughs> it just like it just cracks. cracks. I, I freaking love George Coyne so much. I he's the best. But the the thing is, is that he was like a like a complete atheist. Like he just yeah. made fun of religion. Yeah, he thought it was stupid. There is no god. Blah blah blah. So, and so here he's probably, playing a, a cardinal. Which yeah, is- so I, was, I think that's probably why he took the movie is because he thought it was fucking hilarious that he's playing a cardinal sort of thing. So yeah. which which it was because because <laughs> what other movie would you see George Clooney playing a fucking cardinal? Well, I mean, the cardinal <laughs> fully like embodies everything that he thinks is wrong with religion in the first yeah. place. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the guy was pompous and ridiculous. It was, it was more about, you know, making money and being popular than, yeah, yeah, you like know, writing religion. And then he was just so obsessed with himself. Like the whole thing about <laughs> he's being, he's such a dick that he would um, bless his own clubs. That's how he yeah. did at the end. Right. <laughs> and you're like, that, that comes all the way full circle. 
And it, his him being dickish kind of saves the day, but at the same time, you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, that, in that sort of position, you kind of could breathe that really easily, I think, if, if gone wrong. So now, I know you're like a big Kevin Smith fan and you love all yeah. this stuff, but did you read the comic book Chasing Dogma? Oh, I, that was one of the ones I haven't gotten yet. I, like, I've what? been trying to... Yeah, I think I have the clerk, like the clerks one, uh, mm-hmm. and like the the missing scene, and mm-hmm. the yoga holds. There's one, but I haven't gotten the uh, chasing dogma See, yet. I don't have any of those. I have chasing dogma. Awesome. Oh, there you go. We can, <laughs> we can do a little trade up sometime. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'd have to go find it. I don't have it here um, because it was one of those things I I bought years and years and years and years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's probably in my it's in my mom's place where I store all of my. Well, quite a bit of my geeky stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, she keeps trying to get me to sell it, and I'm like, no, I love it. Don't touch it. <laughs> um, but I remember having to hunt down a copy of Chasing Dogma when I found out about it because it tells a story between yeah, what, Chasing uh, Amy and, and Dogma. Then, yeah, kind of like what, how, how, Jay went, how Jay and Son Bob went from one to the other sort of thing, I think. It does, yeah. And actually, what because uh, so when... Uh, Bethany asked, like, what you guys are doing here, and he's going on about, you know, Sherman, Illinois, <laughs> Sherman and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but that's what the comic book's all about. Like, yeah. it's, you know, he starts off, um, what's the girl from Mallrats who's writing the sex book who's underage? Oh, I uh, uh... I didn't look it up, but it starts... Uh, sh- <laughs> I'm trying to remember what her name is, and it's bothering me that I can't think of it. <laughs> but, go, but go ahead, sorry. I'm just but kidding. it starts at her house, and they go to yeah. the mall, they... they they see, I believe it's Pretty in Pink or Sixteen Candles on the screen, and the tubby fat man starts to cry, and they talk about going there, and that's what they do. And they're it be Sixteen going, Candles. No, I think it is. Uh, you said one or the other, and it is Sixteen. It's candles, Sixteen Candles, right? Because because I, I think that it's this movie that they talk about the eye like uh, like later on in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, so they go from there, and it's their trip to try to get to Sherman, Illinois, and literally the last page is what's going on over there and, and they the, walk over and it's just it starts at that scene in in dogma right yeah no and there's only one small flaw in jay's thing with say, why saying why they're there is because you know they want to pick up chicks but it's nighttime so like the only chick is that there is the one that's working there so <laughs> that I'm pretty sure there. I don't remember it like verbatim, but I'm pretty sure there's probably something in the comic book that explains that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'll have to check that again because I was thinking about that when I was watching it uh, yesterday. I was like, uh, 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 his thinking were uh, for the idea of work, that them being there works, but it's nighttime. So I was like, yeah, but it's nighttime. But she's there because she's just locking up the clinic, right? Yeah. So, so, yeah, so I'm like, so it could be like you know during the winter and it gets dark like four o'clock or whatever. Like, yeah, it could be kind of early <laughs> so, or. So yeah, so I guess yeah. So that was the, so with that scene, that was like hmm, that kind of doesn't make sense. But I'm hor- I feel horrible that we're justifying why Jay was there to pick up. Like chicken, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like that's like the, that's the thing that makes sense in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 we need we need answer to these questions. I don't care where the the evil triplets come from. I don't care how she's like the descendant of Christ. I don't care anything. But like, why, why they're, they're in a parking lot in the middle of the night at a women's clinic to pick up chicks? You can't pick up chicks at a women's clinic at night. It's closed. <laughs> 
it's it's apparently that's our real problem with this. Movie. Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing I'm hung up on. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's something. It's not, nothing about muses or shit monsters or or anything like uh, that. Oh my god! I know. And speaking of Golgotham, there was today. There was, or we want to watch it yesterday. It was the first time when, like, when he came up, was I actually understood what he said when he like first came up. He's like, yeah. not, not born shit into existence. <laughs> I'm like, that was the first time I actually understood what he said. I'm like, how did I not pick I that up before? Did not actually understand that. Okay, good. No. So yeah, so yeah, I know so, he so, says so, words. Yeah, so okay, so it wasn't me. So yeah, I was just watching it. Yeah, right, because I had the DVD of it, so I put it on, and I was like. Oh, I actually heard words this time. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's like, so there was this song. I can hear it in my head. Uh, oh, my God. What is that song called? But anyway, so there's a part of the song that I always thought was just kind of like gibberish, like, but it's actually whatever bubbles bubbles up. And it took me like 15 years to realize that. And I heard that song <laughs> constantly like it was ridiculous and like, when i finally heard it i'm like he's saying words yeah like one of the yeah one of those like misheard lyrics that you sing for years and then you sing out loud with somebody else and they're like that's not the words <laughs> yeah I've, I've i've had that i've had that with like a one of the live like live songs i was singing it with like one girlfriend they're like that's not it's words, right? sorry i found it it's lucas with the lid off yeah, um, it's uh, you know, you know the one that goes whatever bubbles bubbles up. I feel, uh, what is it? Come run, come follow me. I don't know. Like the thing is, all that part I always thought was just, except for gibberish. the I feel, I thought it was gibberish. Kind of, kind of like Jonathan, Jonathan Davis gibberish and corn. <laughs> yeah, and then and then one day I realized I'm like, no, he's saying words. It's not just I feel. He's saying words around it too. <laughs> It's like, how did I not hear this before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I was like, so random. I was like, I had to actually pause it for a second. I'm like, how did I not hear that before? That Is that like, what I heard? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, I think I actually turned it back. Then I was like, okay, I'm actually not hearing things. I'm like, well, I am hearing things, but the correct things. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then, and then, too, I like, like after. Uh, George Carlin, he, he goes to uh, the Matt Damon talking to the nun, and it's mm-hmm. just he, he's just f- fucking with her the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. like the walls of the carpenter, and like the carpenter is like, uh, uh, and, and yeah, they're 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 luring clams in to eat them. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. and then there are the prayer that clams were parishioners, and then like the you were saying like all the different things were the different religions, and he just mm-hmm. totally fucked with the net with the nun, and she's like. Yeah, just go and find a guy or a girl. It doesn't really matter. You just find somebody and go have a have a have a fun time in Vegas for the weekend. She's like, all right. And then Bartleby's like, yeah, Ben Affleck Bartleby's. It's like you you know God. You've talked to him personally in the same room. Like, what what are you fucking with nuns for? He's like, oh, it's fun. Why not? Why not? Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's see things like that is one of the reasons why I think flat earthers are not real. I think they're just people who are having a good time fucking with people. <laughs> they're like, I, yeah, that, I'm going to prove to you, I know we know the world is wrong, but I'm going to prove to people that it's flat and make them believe it. Let's uh, do this. I, I, I actually, now that with looking at it that way, I kind of wish that was real just because it would be fucking hilarious and one day be like, ah, we were fucking with you the whole time. And I'm like, okay, good. There's yeah, no but way. when you make statements like, Statements like, oh, we have uh, followers around the globe, and you're talking about <laughs> Earth. Like, 
I my question is, is like I there's no not, way for me to trace if that tweet is real, right? Well, uh, I don't well, know. But of course, so too, it's like me saying like, oh God, but I'm an atheist, so too. So it's like around the globe is kind of a same though. So yeah. So like, but granted, you're not really realizing what you're saying, but it's kind of funny. If yeah, like like people still say, T don't touch that dial. When yeah. was the last time there was a dial on a TV or a radio? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, that, yeah, so it, it is a funny saying that people say that, but it, it, as I said, it's more a saying than... Mm -hmm. being, being serious sort of thing yeah but that but it is funny nonetheless i guess <laughs> yeah uh one of the things is too that so this movie like when rufus is there and he's talking about um not well not just it's a combination of rufus and um metatron when they talk about how jesus disappeared from 12 to 33 in the bible is it, it took it took him like 30 years or come to, to, grips with, to uh, come to grips with it yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh so that automatically reminded me of the writer Michael Moore. He wrote a book called Lamb, which is also considered to be controversial um, because it's based on the same thing. It's a, it's a memoir of the Jesus's best friend, Biff. And it takes place between that time period where he's not in the Bible Tannen. anymore. It's not Biff Tannen. His name's just oh, Biff. That's not, and that's not. Uh, no, but it's, it's a great, <laughs> it's a really, really great book. Um, it's just well written. The characters are kind of awesome. Like I know it's Jesus and stuff, but Biff is great. <laughs> Mary Magdalene's in there. You know, there, there's a whole bunch of like random things, and it's just really about, um, you know, how Jesus came to terms with who he was and all that kind of stuff, and him going through different places in the world and just meeting different types of religious leaders and coming in contact with different types of people. And also he gets Biff to do really dirty things for him and didn't describe it to him because he can't do it. Um, <laughs> which is just like, it's hilarious. Uh, it's hilarious. Right. I'm not, yeah, okay. I just went somewhere. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, but, 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 but the whole thing, I love the fact that Jesus is hanging out with a guy named Biff. That's well, and, and that's the thing that's really funny about it. You're just like, <laughs> Jesus knew a guy named Biff? What are you I, talking I, I, about? I, I like to think that's probably why he named it Biff, just to, to lighten it a bit. Just so for yeah. people like me, be like, I want to hear about Jesus hanging with Biff, so why the fuck not? <laughs> why the fuck not, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I actually want to read this book now just, just for that sole it's, purpose. It's such a good book, but like, like as I said, like I'm not a religious person, but I do have an interest in religion <laughs> and lore and mythology. Like I find all of these things kind of go together. So like I've always taken religion classes and found out about other religions and all this kind of stuff. So like movies like this and books like that, I just find it really interesting <laughs> when people can find the satire and actually, but actually put like a, a really good meaning on all of it that is not so, you know, authoritarian about it. You know what I mean? Like none of, none of this says you're going to hell, but this is what religion is supposed to be. And it's ruined by people because people are fallible. And you're like, I get it. Okay, I see what you mean. You know, like, and, and so I'm like, I understand why people think this would be a good thing in, in theory. I mean, in theory, communism's a good thing, but it's really not, you know? <laughs> you know? So it, it's, it's stuff like that. But yeah, I do recommend that book by Christopher Moore Lamb. Uh, it's, it's a good one. I have to check that out later because mm -hmm. I said I, I, I like the I, I'm sold on the fact that he's hanging out with Biff. Yeah, if you if you <laughs> if you like the humor that's in Dogma, 
Yeah. There's a there's quite a bit less cussing in his book, but there is yeah. cussing. But it's the same level of humor. That right. that kind of like cheeky, fun, weird. You're just like, is this religious? This is weird, you know. Right. I'm, that kind I'm of down, thing. I'm down for that. Yeah, I, I'd give that. I'd give that a shot. But yeah, I kept thinking about that. I'm like, insert the whole book of Lamb in there, and then come back to the movie Dogma. That's all I kept thinking. <laughs> Yeah, and then speaking of Metatron, I like that. I like the fact when he shows up in that Bethany's room and she like hit, 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 hits him with the uh, fire extinguisher and then changes the bat into a fish. Yeah, I mean, honestly, as a modern individual, that's exactly what I'd have. Like, something's on fire in my house. They're like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, if you had a fire extinguisher, yeah, you. That's exactly what you do. Go grab it. And- Put it in. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. then, and then it's his fault for fucking being on fire. Then he he gets pissed for getting fire extinguished like well i mean back in the day as, as in like you know in bible days and stuff like he was like the burning bush for example the well, first I, time I, he showed up would have been on fire so but uh, but yeah he, he got he got to he, he got to read the room a little bit i think <laughs> you got to roll with the time <laughs> just just a little, a little bit show up with a booming voice first and then show up but don't just don't be on fire yeah <laughs> But I, I mean, I say, I think, after, but also just like a man appearing in her bedroom is also yeah, kind of oh, creepy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that in itself is creepy as hell, but at least like take that out and just yeah. take it out, take in the, in the movie sense. Yeah, just be the creepy voice and she's like, what the fuck? And then he shows up with the rings. Yeah. That, make, that makes more sense. <laughs> Does it though? I, like in modern times, no matter which way you do that scene, he's going to come across as creepy when you first Yeah, but, it. but, but. Yeah, but like at this point, like in like what night? What was it like ninety eight? I think when they ninety eight ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like yeah. Uh, him, him being on fire makes no sense either. So like, yeah. so so I guess either yeah, either way, tomato tomato. I guess. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> he's gonna get something thrown at him. When yeah. He <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. Whether it's and the that, extinguisher or the bat or or something, yeah, something or like the lamp or whatever. Just yeah. There, just like what? Yeah, he was gonna be in trouble. Yeah, and, that, and then that, the whole thing, I like that. I like how the thing, he's like, what are you going to do? Hit me with that fish? And then he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, that gets me every time, too, because I, I fucking love Alec, Alan Rickman. He's, he's, he's so amazing. good. He's so yes. good. I know. I I kind of want to watch the Harry Potter movies just for him, but mm. with what her, her being a dick last a while, I kind of don't want to give her the uh, attention. So the, the attention, yes, yeah. yes, I agree. Like, yeah, like uh, yeah, so I think at this point I've seen like one and a half Harry Potter movies, and I just I've 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 got past like the halfway mark in the, the second one so far. I, I think I've seen like in total I've seen like two whole Harry Potter movies. Yeah. I have seen very small pieces of every other movie. Yeah. And every time I look at them, I'm just like, "Why are these popular?" Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand why people like this. It makes yeah, no I mean, sense to me. I think if I was like, if I was like the age range when like what they were when they came out, the movies came out, I probably would have liked it. But that was like, I was, I no, I don't think like, that. Like, I don't may, believe like maybe. that's a thing because, like, the Harry Potter books themselves, even before the movie came out were very popular with like older individuals they yeah, well, got I, into it yeah well, i was never a reader either so i never got i only knew, uh, I only knew their books after that like they were saying like hey they're uh, movies sort of thing mm-hmm. so, maybe but, but, because oh, there's a very good chance what my problem is is that these books got really popular while i was working in a bookstore 
Oh, sorry. And you had to deal with that. I had to deal with it. And I know right now we, we actually have a name for it. It's called a Karen. Um, we got tons of those in the bookstore. Be like, what do you mean you're sold out? Can I speak to your manager? Blah, 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 blah. Or we'd have like, uh, when I think it was when her fifth book came out, we had like a midnight opening thing. Yeah. And people got to come in and stuff. And we had like the, this crate thing set up. We had like uh, stuff going on in the store, which was fine. I had no problem with that part, right? And they're like, but the thing is, every three minutes you get a mother or something come up to me going like, excuse me, I have to wait till midnight? Oh, why can't I get it now? I'm like, for legal purposes, we cannot sell it before midnight. Yeah, yeah, We'd have exactly. signs around. It was in like the post talk, like all of the, the media we put out was just like, at midnight, you can be the one of the first people to get your book, blah, 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 blah. And they're showing up at like 8.30 the day of, and you're just like, no, nope, you got to wait till midnight. Yes, we, yeah. we can't sell it to you. Nope. That, that's just how it is. <laughs> You know, we're gonna screwed over if we sell it to you right now. <laughs> yeah, like, it, and it was a, and I, and I think maybe that might might have been part of it. Like, I know that might have been one of the reasons why I never got into reading it. But when I saw the first movie, my friends talked me into seeing the first movie. They watched it. They were like, "Oh my god, it's just like the book." And then I watched the first movie, and the first movie is shit. It is. It's just a bad movie. They badly introduced their characters. It's a really choppy story. The acting is horrible. There's nothing good in that first movie. And I'm like, if this movie is just like the book, why the fuck are people so into those books? <laughs> and, um, and, I, and I I can't handle like a total movie that's like all about kids. If there's like kids in the movie, it's okay. But if it's like all the kids movie, I'm like, um, I'm out. So that's why I think that maybe. No, I don't, I don't think that's what my problem is with it. Yeah, I think that was, that was probably part of it. So I mean, yeah. it was, yeah, probably not being It just didn't guys. appeal to you at that point? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I, think I, I think I saw in the theater with her girlfriend at the time. And I'm like, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. No. I, my, my thing is, is as long as your story is structured well and your movie is, is well done, it doesn't even have to be high production value. It just has to be well done. Yeah. I will be good with whatever it is. But nothing about that first movie yeah. made me... Yeah. Anywhere near more interested in the world of Harry Potter. Exactly, yeah. So I saw like whenever that came out, so that was like what 2001 ish, I think. Something then, like that, yeah. That and I think my like last year, like within the last year, my friend was like, "Hey, want to see the second one?" And like he like three different occasions, he tried to watch. I think I made it through halfway through, and I'm like, um, "No." Yeah. <laughs> so that's so that, so it's like what mm -hmm. twenty years difference, and it took me like to, to go from the first to the second one. Yeah, and I couldn't even finish the second one. Yeah, and that's also the reason why I saw the fourth movie as well. Because finally, my friends talked me into like, "Come on, the fourth movie's coming up. Let's go see it." And I was like, "Fine, whatever. Maybe they're better by now." And then I watched it. I was like, "This is still shit. What's okay. wrong with you people?" And then, <laughs> right. then the most recent ones came out: the um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. And so I actually saw the ads for it. I was like, okay, so this is before Harry Potter. It's, it's sort of an introduction to the world. Oh, maybe I might get into it. And the ads made it look really good and all this kind of stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm actually excited. My friends are talk, trying to talk me into watching this. I will watch this movie. And then I watched it and I was like, this sucks. And so, yeah, it's just, it's nothing is working with the Harry Potter yeah. world. Yeah. 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 yeah the, the Fantastic Beast movies had zero interest for me. Yeah. So I was like, oh. yeah. They were, ugh. yeah. So I mean, I, like people can't tell me I haven't tried. Yeah. 
I have but, tried. I, I know friends who are Potterheads. They're like really into all of it. I get I'm a muggle. Sure, if you want to call me in. Or, or if I went to England, I'd be a nomad. I know some terminology. Uh, you know, I don't know what my horcruxes are. Fine. But, yeah, no, it's not you, working Obviously, you know, you know more than I do. I have no idea yeah. what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> I know well, those words, but I know I don't know what they mean. Well, this is what happens when I have, like, you know, ten <laughs> friends who are really into Harry Potter, but I can't make a single X-Files reference without them looking at me like I'm a psycho. So, whatever. Ah, <laughs> uh, flame. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> now, funny thing, bring up the X-Files, I found out that Gillian Anderson was considered for Bethany. Oh, really? Yeah. I, 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 I would have been down for that, yeah. I, yeah, I was, I was reading the IMDb, uh, like, uh, trivia, trivia stuff. Yeah. yeah, and apparently, like, she was, like, at the top of their list, one of the, oh, like, really? the first people, like, they were like, no, we should get her to do it. I yeah, don't yeah, know why she didn't. They didn't say, but, yeah. Well, or, or she could have been busier, because I, I know he's, like, a big, Kevin Smith is a big X-Files fan, so he probably was like, hey, why not, sort of thing. Why not, then, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and oh, there and then plus two with uh, the the whole Bethany thing. There's a whole thing with uh, the Florentino or whatever her name is. Yeah, because like, cause, like in, in after in the Junkins and stuff, like after the, they did the movie and stuff when it was coming out, he was saying just in passing that he initially was writing it for uh, Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. But she was uh, it was either she couldn't do like the entire thing, or was like okay, I can't do it because I'm not a, like an actual actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, like one of the two, I can't remember. So no, apparently, so I was reading that too. Apparently she was on her world tour. Well, so, yeah, so there was something and so she couldn't do it for whatever, yeah. for whatever reason. And so they went with Linda Florentino, which is, and she was great at it. And, but he just, said, he just said, like I was initially thinking of her, mm-hmm. but he went with her instead. And then she heard that, but took it like they didn't want her or something like that, so she kind of, kind of got pissed for like a minute or whatever. It just took her the wrong way or something. Yeah. So she was like all angry with him for a minute because she's like, oh, I, he didn't want me or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, that happens with lots of movies. Yeah, like, yeah, but I mean, he, like, he wasn't saying like she sucks or anything, but he was just mm-hmm. like, I initially had her, but they went with that instead, so then you know, that was it, but she yeah. took it that I like it from what I heard, she just kind of took it the wrong way and got kind of pissed for whatever reason. Yeah, apparently, yeah, like uh, Kevin Smith had said that she was difficult on set and all this kind of stuff. But That that I didn't hear, no, sorry. But after he had his heart attack a couple years ago, what had happened was a bunch of people he hadn't talked to in forever um, decided to, like, call him, you know, like, check up on him, like, oh, I heard you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was one of the people who called and he, like, apologized to her about it for, like, talking bad about her and calling her difficult and all that kind of stuff. Oh. Um, and I was like, you know what? He's he's being the bigger man at that point in time. Okay, um, I, but, I didn't hear about that part, yeah. Yeah. So, so it definitely works, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, and actually, one of the things, too, this is one of the, one of the movies I actually remember seeing on Entertainment Tonight back when, the back, way back in the day when it was a thing before the internet is really the thing it is now. Mm-hmm. And that inch, and she was talking about him being the director and the actor and stuff. And I was like, at the time, I'm like, you can do that. You can, you can do both. <laughs> Not because I didn't really know like much about the behind the scenes stuff or whatever. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool that you used to do both sort of thing. And I was just yeah. kind of like putting together that it was like he was the same character from the movies and before he really became a 
big Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. And I always remember the, the fact that I actually remember seeing on Entertainment Tonight back when it was a big Well, I mean, that, like, that was a relatively rare thing back in the day. I mean, who did it? Like, Woody Allen and Spike Lee and Kevin yeah. Smith and Tarantino, and, maybe. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, I was going to say it was from Ocean Rolls, but that's not right. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock, I think, would show up in, like, in a movie or two or something like that or have like a weird cameo or something, maybe, I think. Yeah, but not in all of his movies. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, yeah. Was, yeah. so it wouldn't be as much as like being like a, one of the stars in your movie sort of thing, yeah? Yeah, all the people that I mentioned, it's very rare that they don't, yeah. like, like the movies they, they're not in that they directed compared to the movies that they are in, it's like it's like 12 to 1, you know? Like, yeah, it's, exactly. it's a very big ratio, like, differing ratio. And, uh, but, like, even, like, before Woody Allen, like, I can't even really no. think of anybody who directed and starred in their movies. Yeah. No, I think about it. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, Woody Allen was what the the seventies. Um, yeah. Who would yeah, I like? Yeah, maybe like, maybe uh, Albert Brooks. Did he actually show up in his own movies? I I don't know much about him, so I really mm. can't say either way. So yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I'll I'll probably look that up after because yeah. I'm like you know because he would have been yeah. around before that and he's just so. friggin' hilarious. Um, yeah, then, yeah. So yeah, that's I don't. I, I, I always that always sticks out in my head. That actually, that was one of the few clips from Entertainment Tonight that I remember is dog whip for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because now, like, um, like that's a pretty regular thing for a yeah. director to make like a cameo in their film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, that, that works. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, why not? You're making a whole thing. People should know what you look like. Every or like, they were like, I'm making a movie. Why not put myself in it? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, I, I'm running this stuff. I can put myself in a movie. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> but that's like how they used to save money by, you know, getting like, uh, you know, gaffers and like PAs and stuff. Be like, just be in the background of the scene. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. Or or, <laughs> or, or what he just did for uh, or, uh, clerks. Like, I think like uh, Wolf Flanagan and his mom play like three or four different roles and I think yeah yes. Walt plays like Walt plays like five different people like his mom plays like two or three his sister is in the movie Wait, doesn't uh Walt and um oh what's the guy the big guy with the beard oh uh, um, yeah it was uh Scott Mosher yeah, they were, yeah they're like the protesters or something aren't yeah, they yeah yeah yeah. No, yeah yeah actually yeah 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 or, or uh yeah Brian Johnson yeah before he gets a beard yeah his, like, mm-hmm. protesters whatever yeah too like he he always throws his two friends in his in the movies, yeah, because uh, they are in Walrath too. When when uh, Brody goes up to the find out that Sam Lee's there, and he's like, "You tell him, Steve, Dave." <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, so they always, it's always uh, throw them in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, is Mallrats is my favorite Kevin Smith movie, and it's the one in my collection that's going to take the longest to get to. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's way down the list. Yeah, so yeah. It's like what I'm, g- I'm gonna do Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back before I hit that. I mean, come uh, on. Did, do you have Strike Back? Yeah. Ooh, 
Uh, all right, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's in the J's. That's not for a while. We're in the D's. You yeah, got yeah, a, yeah. a while to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was the first movie of his I actually saw in the theater. Oh, I love, I love the oh wow! Yeah. The wait, actually, that may have been the first one I saw in the theater. No, I saw Dogma in the theater. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I like like my family rented movies all the time, so I had seen the other ones. But I, mm-hmm. that, but that, that, that Jane Bob was the first one I saw in the theater, though. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have a full rem- memory of watching Mallrats the first time, like oh, a nice. complete memory. I know who I saw it with, you know where we rented it from, whose house we watched it at. Like, <laughs> it's just it's just like one of those like perfect whole memories that I'm like I hold on to because it was a good day. Mm-hmm. Who's house? Run's And I think I, I'm fairly certain I didn't hear the song before that movie. So I, every time I say that, it's because of this movie, not the song. Not the actual song. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, just say, I, I think I'm like Matt Damon, like outside the bus, like, say what? Just like when, and because I'm a deep voice, I say really high just because it's hilarious. Yeah, that's, but that's how you're supposed to say it. It's all good. You, you, you can't not say it that way. Mm-hmm. But I, I must admit, I really do enjoy Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck together yeah, on screen. Yeah, like it's just so ridiculous. Like yeah, just, they, 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 <laughs> they play off each other so perfectly. <laughs> yeah, and I think they're they're a whole back and forth. Like when they when he's telling them about the thing, he's like, "Stop leering at me. It looks like I just like broke up with you or something." Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Sorry. So, again, reading through the trivia, which is two things I did not put together before, but I really should have since I'm both a fan of this movie and the Marvel Universe. Um, So, Matt Damon in this movie plays Loki, right? Yeah. And in Thor Ragnarok, when Thor goes home, (laughs) Matt Damon is, you know, in the play playing loki <laughs> and i was like wait is this like a 20-year joke like what is this yeah, but, and, and, and did you and did you catch who the other person was who was playing opposite him in the play was the other thor his other hemsworth brother the other the other hemsworth brother. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah is, which is from uh westworld the one that's in westworld yes and, and i did know that yes and the less famous hemsworth yeah, I don't. I don't know what what his name is. Yeah, it's, yeah, always, it's always, Liam, yeah. Liam and Chris and the other guy, and I really yeah, feel bad other, for the other guy. Yeah, I know because he's really good in Westworld. He's like great, but I always forget what his name is. He's like the other Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, I actually I didn't know he was in Westworld. A B. It's probably because I don't watch Westworld. So I I, I only saw like the first season, and then I thought, thought I watched like two episodes of the second one. I'm like yeah, I'm done. I couldn't. I, think, I couldn't get through it, the first season. I tried. Uh, I, 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 I can definitely get it. Yeah, I think I, I think I might have forced myself to get through the first season. To mm. be like again on the second, I'm like I'm done. I think I watched what the first three episodes, and then I ended. I watched parts of like every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I should try. I watched like five minutes. I'm like, fuck you, and I, I change the channel. <laughs> and then I watched like my friends were like, you have to watch the finale, and I'm like, and I watched the finale, and I was like, I hate every minute of this. Like, I hate you. <laughs> Like this is the worst. Like, just take me to the dentist and pull all my teeth. Like, this is not. This is not fun for me. So, it's it's fine. Uh, yeah. So we're talking about haters for talking about religion. We're gonna haters for talking bad about Westworld. Oh uh, yeah. It's gonna be a good day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so much trouble. 
<laughs> so where else can you go after today? Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, white people only want to hear good shit. There you go. <laughs> I, I said it. I said it. <laughs> I know that that line because I literally put it in my notes and I put under it, uh, based on what's going on today, this is still very true. So it's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, and actually, uh, speaking of political things, uh, you know, so w there's also the women's right movement or, you know, women's equality movement yeah. but the scene where they're in the movie movie office and they're with all the executives and there's one woman right yeah. and one thing that loki says no not Loki. is it loki who says this or is it um it, it, where he's going the bartleby who's actually going through all the people yeah maybe like, bartleby says it no but so but one of the lines they said is do you know what makes a human being decent fear right and the thing is, that whole room is filled with men, except for that one woman who they say is innocent. Because she is the only person in the room with fear. Because she's in an executive, she's an executive in a boardroom with men. And she is probably fearful of her job for her life on a very regular basis. Right? And yeah. that is the only reason why she gets out of that room alive. No, it, no, it is. It, no, it's because she didn't, she was a good, she was a good person. So, like, everyone else did bad thing is that she was yeah. a good person so and then, it's probably because of fear because yeah, she's a woman in, in our society yeah I, oh, okay i guess okay I, right? I, I see what okay yeah Sorry. see what i'm getting at you see yeah, okay, getting yeah. At. yeah 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 it took me a second but i i see what you're saying yeah uh, but you're, you're you're totally right yeah definitely yeah. so yeah another controversial statement there yeah, you yeah. go yeah i got gotcha. you and uh, and too, like I always wonder, like uh, like when he gets to like the last guy, like uh, he just kind of whispers in his ear. But uh, I always kind of kind of want to know what he did. But also, just with what Matt Damon said, I also don't because he's like he was your own son. I'm like I changed my mind. I don't want to hear what he said. <laughs> what do you mean? Because like, he because he's always going with uh, through everyone else. He says like what they did, and he gets to like the main guy at the head of the table. He just kind of whispers in his ear what it's like. Oh, the bad, what, what the yeah. Bad, and then Matt Damon's like, he was your own son, you sick fuck, or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I, changed my, I changed my mind. I don't want to hear what he said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I no. do not want to know about that either. It's no, true. No. Yeah, because uh, yeah, that other stuff was bad, but at least he said it. I'm like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. And, and then, then, then the two like he always like always think of uh, Ben Affleck. They go to leave. He's like, but I do believe in this. And he starts shooting people. And then he goes to Ben Affleck. He's like, but I do believe in this. What does it even mean? He's, it's like reading the magazine as he's shooting people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like like in the trailer, I always, I always thought that was hilarious. He's like, what does it even mean? Just as he's reading the magazine as he's shooting people. Yeah. I actually really love that scene. I like I think it's such a like well constructed scene with like you know, like you like especially the main guy, like the the CEO, whatever, who walks in all tough and stuff and he's like yeah. he has no fear and I'm like, Who the fuck are you? Get off, get out of our, our thing or whatever and then they just take control of the room and you're just like, Oh my god, you can see the power dynamic change all of a sudden <laughs> and especially yeah. when he says the whole thing about the voodoo doll and the thing and he like crushes young and they freak out about it, like, oh like, seriously <laughs> It's an onion, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that always makes me laugh. He's just like, hand goes, he's like, woo, woo, woo. They're like, ah, squishes it, and they all freak out. <laughs> mm. 
<laughs> and then they then he leaves and you're like and they're they're all just like oh and he comes back in and just shoots everybody in the face it's, like, it's amazing <laughs> what does that even mean yeah i assume he shot them in the face well, or, or, or or just or just like yeah, or just enough times because i think he yeah it spends a good like three four four minutes <laughs> he's like don't run don't run he's like mm-hmm. who's running because I don't think anybody in that room looks like a runner. I don't think. No. I mean, they're going to try to escape. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to get very far. No, oh, definitely not. Yeah. And, uh, and plus, you like, I think right before they got there, it's like that scene in the uh, in the uh, gun shop or whatever. And they're talking about the guns. He's like, nothing nothing strikes fear like a flaming sword anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, always makes, it always makes me laugh, too. And then it's also uh, Randall from uh, clerks that's the uh the clerk as well yes yeah he's because he's the oh yeah that's him and then and then um dante, yeah, dante is the reporter is yeah yeah you see you see him at the beginning and uh, with uh with the uh, cardinal then they, then later on when they turn on the tv at the bar he's like mm-hmm. freaking out does that because of when uh the two angels showed up to the start killing people he's like freaking out on the tv yeah when they when they do the uh holy bartender joke at the end which I always laugh at every so often. They were like, Azriel was like, just make me one more drink before I go. He's like, okay. He's like, all right, make me a holy bartender. <laughs> and then he shoots him. And like yeah. Jay, like five minutes later, gets it. He's like, oh, holy bartender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you were like, what the fuck are you doing, my dudes? We're in a serious moment right now. So good. <laughs> yeah. One um, of the other things that. Um, that I was like, what is even happening in this movie? Was when, uh, I mean, this may seem really stupid, but it, got, it had my brain running for a while. Uh, yep. Where Serendipity says, I'm responsible for 19 of the 20 top grossing movies of all time. Now, this was yep. in 1999, but she mentions not the one with the kid who's home and, you know, like, ah, whatever. So that's Home Alone. Yeah. So I'm like, what were the top grossing movies in 1990, like before 1999? And I'm, I'm assuming like Star Wars was one of them and whatever. But yeah, at the like same like, Park, maybe. Yeah, like, but everything I'm fine. Like, I don't know how to search specifically that. Yeah, like, because like, everything you search, you probably show for like now, now money. And so it's like, yeah, then, or, or just for 1999. Yeah, exactly. Year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you like, know? before, like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I would be curious in what, uh, what movie she was referencing, yeah. But also, it amazes me what the movie, the top grossing movies of 1999 were. They were, okay, like, and they're, like, some shit on this list, but there's also some real great stuff yeah, on this yeah, list. Yeah, what else came out? So, in 1999, the top grossing, the highest grossing films of that year is Star Wars Episode One. That's number one on the list. Yeah. Followed by The Sixth Sense, Toy Story 2, The Matrix. I'm surprised The Matrix is that low on the list, by how popular it is now, but yeah. I mean, at the time, people were just like, "What the fuck is this? Oh, that's cool." Actually, um, yeah, but I, 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 I think I've so far that was the one movie I did see in the, in the theater out of the ones you said so far. Actually, no, I, I did see Phantom Menace. So Phantom Menace and Matrix, I did see. I did not see Toy Story two, but I saw the other ones. I, I saw, I saw it when it hit video. Then there was uh, Tarzan, The Mummy, Notting Hill, The World Is Not Enough, American Beauty, and The Spy Who Shagged Me. Uh, which Tarzan is it? The animated one or the uh, Casper Van Dien shitty one? 
It says it's Disney. I'm assuming it's the the animated one. Yeah, it's all part of the Phil Collins uh, scored one or whatever. Yes. So out of that list, the only three I did not see in theaters, Toy Story 2, Tarzan, and Notting Hill. Everything else I saw in theaters. Yeah, I only saw saw Matrix and uh, Phantom Menace. Yes. Because that's so good. Um... Best film of the year was American Beauty. Uh, best musical comedy was Toy Story 2. Interesting. It was considered a comedy, I guess. Toy Story 2, yeah. Musical yeah, and comedy? Because it's definitely not musical, yeah. So. Yeah. Wait, that's Golden Globes. Where's the Academy Awards? Where are you? There you are. Uh, well, Sam Mendes, uh, whew, American Beauty won all of the categories. Um yeah, one for Academy Award for Best Film, Best Director, Best Actor. Hilary Swank won for Boys Don't Cry. Oh, that was 1999 as well. Well, technically that would be 19... 19- yeah, no, yeah, that's correct. Um, Michael Caine for Cider House Rules. Oh, that was the year Jolie won for Girl Interrupted for Supporting Actress. Yeah. Screenplay, Cider House Rule. Alan... Ball wrote the screenplay for American Beauty. That makes so much sense. I did not know that. Not he's sure. the guy. Uh, he's the guy who created uh, like Six Feet Under and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, okay, that's I, how he is. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he also did the TV show. Um, yeah, he did True Blood as well. Yeah, it's okay. it's, it's that's that's pretty much his mentality. So okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And then Red Violin won for Best Score. Best Song was from Tarzan, You'll Be In My Heart. I don't even know what song it is. It's probably and, a full song, yeah. Yeah. And Best Foreign Film was All About My Mother. Awesome. I don't know what that was. My goodness. That, that, that doesn't ring a bell at all. Uh, well, my, I, I'm horrible with foreign films, I must admit. I, I really should watch yeah. more of them, you know, yeah, get true. a different yeah. feel for a different style of story, storytelling and different stories in general. Yeah. Um, but my problem is I always just don't know where to start because I don't see anything about them. And people are just like, just watch this, this random thing that I don't know what it is. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's not really accessible, so I can't really know what's good and what to check out sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Also, finding it. Yeah, like you said, like finding it as well is really difficult. Exactly. But I'll I'll get around to watching foreign things. It's not like I haven't. I've seen them, some stuff. (laughs) Don't ask me to name any of them. Don't call me a liar. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me on this stuff right now. (laughs) Exactly. Anyways, I got off topic. Dogma, yes, that's yes. what we're talking. About. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yes, and, and then too, like the one bad thing is uh, the, with uh, Alan Rickman is that the uh, the wings kind of fucked up his back for a bit. So I always felt bad that I hear about that. Though. But, really? Yeah, yeah, because it was like a combo of like mechanical and CG and stuff. So like when they when he showed up in Bethany's uh, room, like in the one part where he actually encases them, you can tell that they're. Actually, Ottoman, yeah, I guess that was the thing that it, they fucked up his back for a good like six months after because they were obviously like real heavy, had to move and all this stuff, yeah. So, uh, back again to the stuff I was reading on IMDb. So, apparently, uh, when Kevin Smith, uh, uh, so one of the reasons why Alan Rickman got involved in this movie is that Kevin Smith found out that Alan Rickman was a big fan of Chasing Amy, he was a fan of the movie. 
And so then they decided they were just like, oh, he would be good for playing Metatron. And so they sent him the script to read, right? And the thing is, when he got the script, he asked them two questions. And I'm assuming it was to make sure like the integrity of this film was going to stay the way it was. But the first question was, would they stay faithful to the script? And the second question was, were the reels, the wings real or CGI? Now, I'm assuming they, both of these things were, yes, we're going to stay faithful to the script and the wings were real. Um, That's what won him over to the movie. But at the same time, if the wings fucked up his back, maybe he was actually looking for the wings to be CGI. Or like, or like, or like, meant like realize that you're actually going to show them or actually realize them physically real. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yes, yeah, I think it was like a, a combo of CG at one point because obviously, like later on, when Ben and Matt are flying around, it's their fake wings and stuff. And yes. I think he, I, I think he encases them uh, a second time later on in the movie. I think, and I think mm-hmm. they're fake. I, I think at that point they were fake, but uh, but or I think later on in the scene when they got bigger, they're fake. But I think when they're close up shot, or they're actually like you can tell they're real real i think yeah because i think the part where um oh my god uh ben affleck's what's his what's his name uh bartleby bartleby Bartleby, where he's like around the church and dropping things it's clear that that's all cgi and he's like flying downwards in front of the church it's cgi then they zoom in and you see his wings and they're real yeah and they zoom back out and you're like yeah yeah yeah, and then yeah, and then the part when uh, Jay does like count the count the shells, suck a duck, and shoots them, and then he just kind of puts them up, and yeah, they look. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. However, well, I'm assuming they just put squiddies on it, and they have like yeah. blood packets on it. But yeah. however, they did that where the the wings are like flying Explo- apart, and all the blood coming off it, and all the feathers flying and stuff was just masterfully done actually. yeah it was, it was really i, I really like that the, the the physical uh props or whatever on that one yeah, mm-hmm. definitely they were really well done um uh, one thing i also want to bring up so there's a, a great part in it where you know the part where they're on the train and silent bob throws bartleby yeah. and loki off the train and the guy's yeah. in the corner he's all freaked out and like, stuff. like and, no ticket yeah <laughs> Which which is obviously like a uh, Indiana Jones reference when uh, where there's the third third one where they show throw the guy the the Nazis off the blimp in the Last Crusade yes and everybody pulls out their ticket they're like <laughs> yeah I I thoroughly forgot that line was in there and I laughed so hard <laughs> I was just like that is perfect that is yeah, absolutely he, perfect because he, he takes the second two because he just kind of like you see the guy cowering in the corner and this kind of yeah. side Bob because kind of walks up and he's like oh. He no looks ticket. out. He looks out the door. He looks at the guy. He looks out the door. Looks back at the guy. He's like, no, no ticket. ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and he does like the action and everything. And I'm like, oh, beautiful. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's a proper placement, right? Yeah, true, true enough. Yeah, if, if there's only going to say two words in the movie, I'm glad it's that. <laughs> yeah, you know, like he didn't. He didn't have to say anything else. I would have been okay with all exactly. of it. <laughs> Oh my god! I like I I'm so happy this movie just aged so well. Like yeah, I'm yeah, so was... happy, but also I think maybe it aged well because it was already kind of on the edge. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
Yeah, because as I think last time we talked about, like Chasing Amy didn't really age too well, and that was like what ninety five, ninety six. But yeah, yeah, this was like ninety nine, so it was kind of, I guess, in the start of the next gen of movies, I guess, or whatever. So it kind of, mm. yeah. So it kind of, it kind of worked, yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah. apparently the first draft of this movie he actually wrote before he wrote Clerks. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think I remember something about yeah, but uh, but at least uh, yeah, because you started with this one, it, I don't think it would probably would have worked as well, but. Well, no, yeah, no, because he put uh, apparently he put it aside because he's like, no, I want the right people and the right budget to be able to make this, yeah. or else there's no point making. It. And it's true, like if he had if he had the kind of budget he had for Clerks to make that movie, it would have yeah, been. Yeah. Oh. garbage it wouldn't have worked the way clerks works oh yeah yeah exactly yeah so it's uh it's, i'm glad it uh, worked out that way mm-hmm. and of course like he did rewrites after you know because you know you, when you actually make a movie you make a script you understand how it works you know he's just like no this isn't gonna work this is gonna work he rewrote some stuff and i think they said something like there were six different scripts for the movie or something um that he went like six different versions of the movie that he yeah. did um, and then uh, this is the the last one they they ended on. So, and apparently, like it's quite faithful to the script that he the final script that he wrote with very little ad libs from like the actors and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, and he always said that he tries to get in there that Ben Affleck always tries to ad lib, but they always sucks. So he's like, just fucking read the script. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's in there. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, I always find that it's funny that every time he, yeah, every time something comes up with that, let me always tries to get in there that Ben Affleck sucks at that. Let me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and then always makes me think of like Batman uh, versus Superman, where he uh, where uh, he runs into Wonder Woman for the first time at the uh, at the party, and then she follows her downstairs, and then he's like later on, he's like, "How she thinks?" She's like. Oh yeah, nice shoes. He's like, yeah, that was 100% Ben. <laughs> that was like, hey, I can tell that's him saying that instead of actually being in the script. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I can kind of see that too. Yeah, I, th- I, I think <laughs> I probably kind of had that thought as well. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. So you know, the, sorry, this actually goes all the way back to the end of the movie. I'm really sorry. I should have. I said this earlier. But there's this scene in the diner where Bethany first takes Janet and Bob and they're there and Jay's being the gross, disgusting person that he is. And she's yeah. like, I'm not going to fuck you. I just, I'm supposed to go on a journey with you guys. And in that scene, they're playing the music from Dirty Dancing. And I was just like, that's right. hilarious because <laughs> like, I was like, that is perfect for this scene because of Jay being who he is and just... <laughs> And it, it combines like the sappiness of Silent Bob, Jay being a perv, and her being like, "You guys are being inappropriate." Exactly. No, I, I need to do this God thing. Like, just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Let me come with you. <laughs> All right. So, I think it's been so long since I see Dirty Dancing, or I probably would have picked up on that. But yeah, it's it's the first time. I mean, I've seen this movie many, many times, um, but I never picked up on it before. But I was sitting there listening to the music, and I was like. Wait, is that the song from Dirty Dance? Oh my God, that's the song from Dirty. That is totally the song from Dirty Dance. Is, is it like the main, like the main song at like the end or whatever, like the main song they're dancing at? Or? No, it's um. Oh my God, I'm I'm gonna. Or it's just one of the other. Just, it's one of the other songs, but it's like it's a it's a popular song. Like it's yeah, a song okay. that if you, the, if you actually pay attention to it and hear it, 
you will know that song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to check that out again. Yeah, I'll, I'll look. I'll look it up. I'll post it. On, I'll post it on the website. Yeah. Which one it is? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm just happy this movie aged well. I like it. Yeah. It made me. It like it thoroughly made me belly laugh properly a couple of times, and I chuckled through the whole thing. It made me miss Alan Rickman. I'm like, oh my god, oh, he's yeah, so yeah. good. Exactly. Yeah. And, I fucking love him so and much. And George Carlin as well. Uh, you know. And um, Chris Rock. Chris Rock is always hilarious. Yeah, he is, and like he he played Rufus really well, and <laughs> you know I'm really glad Will Smith never didn't get to play Rufus because Rufus like Will Smith doesn't swear, so like oh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. I don't think it yeah. would have worked. Oh yeah, so yeah, so they could, yeah, Chris Rock is uh, you can't go wrong with Chris Rock. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was, it was such like it like their casting ended up being pretty perfect. For yeah, them. yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, so yeah. You know, no, I'm a huge fan of uh, Florentino, but uh, I think she was good in this role. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, she I, I, I liked her. she what had just it come was, off it, of Men in Black? I think, yeah, yeah, or yeah, was, I think, yeah. I think it was like the year before. Yeah, I think a year or two. Like, yeah, and like a couple years at most. Honestly, though, that's literally the only two movies I know her from. Yeah, I, I think she's showed up in a couple other things. I'm like, oh, yeah, by the, there's she there. Yeah, but I think if I was, like, say, like, a Florentino movie is these two. Uh, yeah, mm. and the Black and Dogma, definitely. Because yeah. I, I think Dogma was one of the last big movies she was in, I think, for a while. If not ever, I think. so. Yeah, she's only got, like, 32 credits. And this one, Dogma was her two, three, four, Sixth to last. Oh, yeah. So, so, so are probably your last big thing, probably. Then, yeah. Because yeah. everything else on this list, I don't recognize except for Men in Black. Yeah. We are the Men in Black. Oh, I'm grabbing that song in my head now. Galaxy Defenders. Uh, Wait, were you like everybody else and actually learned to dance? Uh, no, I, I, I can't dance. No. <laughs> I, I wish I could have, but I. No, that, Look, that wouldn't have worked at all. If you, if you, you could be like the alien, right? You can bounce with me. Just bounce with me. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah that, that, that part I can do. But <laughs> and just rest. slide and slide. Oh God, I know all of it. Jesus, <laughs> Tracy, stop! Thank <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, we were, oh, we were the perfect age for the. Really Oh my god. Anyways, well, um, so so from the greatness that is dogma to the ugh, the absolutely horribly aged domino uh, that I watched it yesterday last night and it just made me so tired. I was just like, I am Domino Hurry. I am a bounty hunter. Uh, yeah. yeah that- yeah, like uh, for like the last couple of weeks, when I was thinking about uh, watching the movie, that's the only thing I can think of because, like, for the uh, for the advertisements, they just put that in all the time. Yeah, so that's, that's the only. And the thing. the the heads you live, the tails you die. I'm like, what? Yeah. Are are you two faced? Like, I don't understand what this is. <laughs> yeah. Like, is, is, is the Cape Crusader gonna show up any second now? When you're gonna take him down? Like, I don't. I don't. You get a, you gonna get acid thrown in your face. Yeah, like oh, I'm so demented. I must be an evil villain now. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I like. I was going into this like uh, thinking I was going to hate it, but I did. It's not. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but I didn't hate it. I look. Hate is a strong word. Well, I, I did. I did. I did dislike it. I. I. I, 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 uh, I, I disliked it. I must admit, I disliked it because it is. Like it's 
So one of the things I did, like I watched this movie and I was like, this movie reminds me of like these five other movies. And then I looked at who the director was and then I looked at his movie list. I'm like, oh, that guy directed right. all of those other movies that this yeah, movie exactly. reminds me of. Like, like Man and Fire and uh, Deja Vu. Probably. Yeah, which are with which are both Denzel Washington movies for yeah, some god yeah. fucking reason. And, and and two, like I actually think of Watchmen and Fire within the last like sixteen months, and uh-huh. I I actually liked it. I I, I, I like the way that for the, the weirdness of how that movie looks, I actually kind of I kind of dig it. Of wait, Domino or no, no, or... Man, man on Fire, like that that the the washes or whatever the filter he has on the. Mm-hmm. On, and stuff I really for whatever reason I really like how that movie looked. You know what? I absolutely agree with you because I actually really like the movie Man on Fire. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. really do like that movie yeah, quite yeah, a yeah, bit. Yeah, because yeah, I because yeah, I remember seeing it when it came out and it does every so often I'm like thinking about it just because of the weirdness of how it looked. I'm like mm-hmm. I dug it. I just I think it was, I think it was either how on computer or it was on Netflix. I just was like, eh, what the hell? And I was like, yeah, this is a good movie. I like. It. Yeah, but he also directed Enemy of the State, The Taken of Pelham One Two Three, and Unstoppable. Like they all, these are all movies that look the same. Almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you almost think that uh, Taken of Pelham and uh, Unstoppable could have been like the same movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> almost. Almost. Yeah. Because yeah, they're because yeah, they're both like both like uh, the train movies, and I think too. I, I was checking out IMDb uh, too because I think it was uh, Man on Fire. Domino and the other movie were like deja vu. After yeah, that. we're like we're like we're like three years in a row. So he probably did them all back back back, back to back. back, back. Mm-hmm. So that's maybe partially why they all look almost the same or have a lot of the same uh, filters or sh- uh, shots or whatever because he mm. probably just was probably reusing the same ideas or whatever. Maybe, but yeah. Well, I think that's the the problem. My one of my biggest problems with this movie. It's like it has aged really badly because it has such a specific yeah. uh, style yeah. to it. Yeah, the early two thousand style. Yeah, yeah, and all of those movies were done in exactly the same style, released in exactly the same time period, and you're just like, well, now you've just stuck this movie in a certain point in time. So going forward, you're just going to be like, oh, this is an old movie. Like it just, it doesn't. There's nothing yeah. fresh about it. There's nothing new. There's nothing interesting about the story being told. You're just like, oh, you're just going to be frantic for some reason. Like, fine, whatever. Um, in his notes, he he says that uh, one of the re- like the frantic nature of it is supposed to show represent how much cocaine bounty hunters took, and I'm like, well, explain the rest of your movies, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, and I think too, like he's, uh, I think uh, Chaco says something about a uh, squirrel on meth or something like that too. Mm-hmm. So that kind that kind of maybe his uh, his style of this movie too is just like a squirrel on meth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I've actually seen that once. He's like, what? School of Meth. <laughs> but, the, but the funny thing is, is his movies before Enemy of the State, those stylized were not this excessive. Yeah, because he also did uh, Top Gun, and that's uh, is a yeah. stylized movie, but it's not like these crazy. Movies, so, yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. He did it's that. Really, he did Beverly Hills Cop Two. He did Days of Thunder. He actually, did. I, I think that I think two the the Beverly Hills movies. The one is the one I haven't seen. <laughs> Because it I think because I, I think I've seen one, and obviously I've seen one, and then three was on TV so many times. Mm. I've randomly saw it. I'm like, this one fucking sucks. But yeah. I haven't I haven't seen two yet for some reason. 
The Last Boy Scout is not a good movie. It is. No. It tries yeah. to be very stylized as well. Yeah, but. It, yeah, it, yeah. It has a really weird look to it, and, mm-hmm. I, and I've tried to watch it a few times because it has Bruce Willis and Dave, uh, I think it's Damon Wayans. I think it's. It's it? one of it's one of the it, Wayans brothers. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's one of one of. Yeah, Damon Wayans. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's Halle Berry's first movie too. I think. Is it her first? Yeah, I don't think I, it's I, her I, first movie. Or, or, or maybe her first big movie, maybe, or something. No, or, she would have done stuff before that. Uh, okay, or, or, or maybe just the first thing I remember her seeing her in, maybe, I think is what it is. But uh, yeah, I, I've tried seeing that movie a few times. Yeah, Jung- Jungle Fever was her breakout role, and I, that was 91. I don't know that movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, she did it the same year as The Last Boy Scout, so no. you're you're pretty close. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I try, try going back because it's Bruce Willis. I'm like, this fucking looks really weird. Yeah, because I think the first time I remember Halle Berry was from Boomerang, and then I remembered, oh yeah, she was on a different world, and then I, I watched a couple of other stuff. So I, I think I remember seeing Boomerang, but I think I was too young to really remember what happened. Yeah. Because I don't. Really it's a, it's a. It's a yeah. it's a romance. It's it's nothing. I yeah, I saw yeah, yeah. I saw that that may be why I don't remember it then because I probably the time I saw it I was like I'm not interested. Mm. Yeah, that, so, I mean yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do um, remember that I that I did see it though. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like he's done lots of stuff, but like yeah. there's just this group of movies that he yeah. did that are so excessive that you're just like, oh my god, please stop. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, kind of where as I said, works for Man and Fire and Deja Vu, but lesser for Domino. I feel for mm-hmm. whatever, for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. I've ne- I've actually never watched Unstoppable or The Taking of Pelham One Two Three. So yeah, I can't. I, make yeah, I think I've always. Yeah, I think I always like one of the movies I've seen once just to see them, like when when they came out, and I, I didn't go back, so that says something that I. Don't that says something about it, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, I saw them to see them, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like remembering. I know this was one of his early ones, but I remember liking Crimson Tide when that came out. But to tell you the truth, I don't remember that much about it. Is that, uh, uh, Sean Connery? Or no, that, that's or, or, um, that Lawrence Fish. Lawrence no, that's Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington. He's done a lot of Denzel Washington movies. I didn't realize that. Uh, that's okay. the the military exercises one. Oh, with uh, Channing, uh, Stalker Channing, or whatever he's in it too. I think. Uh, or, no, or, it's Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman are the main people in it. Yeah, no, there's. Think of a different movie. I think it might be this movie. I might just not have come across yeah, her I name think, yet. Possibly think of yeah, or I'm thinking the siege maybe. It this might be the siege. Yeah, okay. I, I think I'm thinking about that movie. I'm mixed up movies. <laughs> uh, you can't mix that up with uh, what's his face maybe. Because <laughs> yeah, I think Denzel's in that one too. I think the siege. I th- or, or am I just being shitty and just mixing up people? Well, no, the siege is a Denzel Washington movie. Yeah, uh, that's about the bridge, right? That's a bridge. Yeah, one. yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking I'm mixing up military. And movies. that one has Annette Bening in it. Okay, so that's, I, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Then, yeah. mm. I thought you meant Under Siege for a no, second. Uh, I was like, no, oh my god! Oh, if I get Steven Seagal. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I actually, I actually saw him at uh, Fan Expo last year. It was weird. Yeah, he's not uh, aging well, and he's, no, he's no, getting he, weirder the older no, he gets. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, it was the, the, yeah, the Saturday night when uh, John DeVolta was there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I saw I was volunteering and hanging around his line because he had a huge line, and it went long. 
And at one point, I had to go to the bathroom, so I went behind the thing, and yeah. behind, the, behind the curtains. And then coming back out, I just looked to my left, like 15 feet away from me, walking towards me as Steven Seagal is handler. I'm like, ah! for a second, then <laughs> that's, that's kind of like that's kind of my eyes bugged out. And I'm like, that's kind of went bad down and walk kind of walk, and I'm like, dude, your goatee dye is really bad. You need to <laughs> take, it, take, take, it, take it down a couple of shades because it looks it looks dyed. Yeah, like I don't even think he. D- I think like it's so black. I think it's shoe polish half the time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What are you like doing? It, yeah, you need to lighten that up a little bit. Man. Mm-hmm, yeah, it looks bad. Like I and understand it, you don't want to show your gray, but yeah. at least make it look real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, as I said, like you're like 15, 20 feet away, and I could tell that far away that it looked bad. <laughs> in like in like half a, and I didn't it didn't want to look like I was staring. So in like the half a second I saw, it, I'm like, dude, work on that. Can, can, can we not, please? Thank yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I think I have facial hair for later. If it started growing gray and looking that bad, I'd probably just just bite the bullet and take it off, maybe. I don't know. Like, I find, like, there's there's people who accept the gray and there's people who sure. don't. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, 85% of the time, the people who accept it, it's fine. Just yeah. people yeah, so get used to seeing it. It becomes part of your face and they're like, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens when it uh, when, when, it, when it happens. Yes. Yeah, so we'll see. Hmm. To be determined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, back to Domino. Yeah, um, it was weird. I, like I, I totally forgot that uh, Christopher Walken was in this movie too. I forgot almost everybody that was in yeah, this movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, Except I, I, for Kira Knightley and Mickey yeah. Rourke and Luke, Lucy Liu. I yeah. forgot everybody else who's yeah, in exactly. here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because Lucy Liu was like on the back of the DVD or whatever. So, like, because mm. she was like, saw it, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's right. She is in it. And then, like, watching everyone else. And then, like, the 90210 guys, I remembered that one of them was in it, but I didn't remember that both of them were in it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, but... Zavari, yes. I, and it was Ian Zary, and I remember it. Did my, there was uh, the Brian, Brian Austin Green, yeah. I was like, he's in this too? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, Jerry and, Springer and, shows up in there. Yeah. Jacqueline Bissette. Yeah. Uh, that, that, Monique. Yeah, yeah, and it was weird. Yeah, and then even at the beginning of the movie, she says like two or three times, like nine hundred two one zero, and then they show up. And like, is that why you said that earlier in the movie? Is just to set them up coming up? Yeah, <laughs> because I I remember the movie about that. Like, part of it is about them being on a reality show, but yeah, I forgot yeah. who the hosts were. Yeah, I, I remember because I just for a reason I remember Ian Zarian stuck out. So I was like, yeah, he him be there, but I for whatever reason both of them were. Mm-hmm. So that, that also. Technically, Oprah's in it too because they use a clip from the Oprah show in it, and you see Oprah's face. So, really? <laughs> that, wait, wait, yeah, that the part where they're 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 talking about the obsession with nine hundred two one zero. Oh, okay. And they're going through little clips oh, oh, of that, them of oh, okay, the show, they, and oh, that, that, that was the, that was the show that they were on. Was her show? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. When okay, he like he corrects how they're saying, you're like, no, everybody says it's, it wrong. It's, it's not Ian. Ian. It's not yeah. Ian. It's Ian. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. Oprah's show. Like, yeah, that's her show. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the Jerry Springer skit is hilarious too. Yeah. That, yeah. That actually, I, actually, I should that that was actually I was kind of cringing through that scene that once it started getting going on. I'm like, this. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, like can we like I need to not watch the scene. I, yeah. don't, I don't think I don't think I don't know. Like well no it wouldn't because Jerry Springer's been off the air for oh, a long oh, time. Yeah. Most oh, people yeah. won't know what Jerry Springer is. Oh yeah, I did, yeah, but uh, but um, just what what when he, what, what, what I meant more so what Monique was saying, like what she was trying to say on the show. Um I t- honestly I 
think her platform is stupid. Um, yeah. Like, they all say, like, why would you go on Jerry Springer for this? They all yeah. say it in the movie. Like, later on, yeah. But honestly, people are often trying to identify themselves with their own direct personal grouping. I guess so. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's somebody out there trying to break that shit down. Like, yeah. you know, like, you're like, um, what is it? She's she's black Tino, you know. You can be Japanic or whatever. I can see people doing it. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, <laughs> I I my thing about that scene is I was sad that she's the youngest grandmother at the age of twenty eight. Yeah, that like I was like, just like how, that's, how, like how does that work? Like I was trying to do the math. I'm like that math doesn't add up. Like I don't. No, it it can add up. You can like I'm I'm thinking. She had a kid at 14 and her kid had a kid at 14. That's what I'm thinking. It's 28. And I was just like, look, you can, you can go out and have fun. You can love your kid. You can do whatever. But you might want to have a better life for your kid. So, you know, you know how hard it was for you at 14 to have a child. Maybe not encourage your kid to have a child at 14. Um, but to each their own because... The thing is, later on, when she's at the DMV and her boss is firing her and she's like, you know, my HMO doesn't cover my grandkid. And he's like, you should have thought that before you became a grandmother. That's offensive. Right? Yeah, because yeah, so, it wasn't her idea for a kid to have a kid. So like, that's... But it's not But it's not even that. You shouldn't blame the victim yeah, for something exactly. that's happening to them. Yeah, the and I was just like, you're like, uh, like, I think it's, I mean... One thing I always say is, like, you do you, right? Yeah. If she's happy to be a grandma at 28, fine. It's not what I would have chosen. I I mean, like, I, I, I think that's a little too young for all of those things. Fine. But at the same time, you're there. That's your life. You do you. But don't blame her for her kid, for her granddaughter being sick and her trying to take care of her kid because she's stuck in a system where it's absolutely stupid that it's going to cost $300,000 for her kid to get life-saving surgery. Like, it's yeah. dumb, That's you know? So, like, and it highlights, you know, the big problem with the healthcare system in the States and also the poverty line and what insurance companies will cover and what they don't cover and all this kind of stuff because one of the biggest problems is insurance companies take all this money from people and then don't pay out at the end. And you're yeah. just like... Over a lifetime, you put in like $30 million into it, and then you're dying, and they're just like, here's 20 bucks. You're like, or, or, or because of some literal fucking thing that got skipped over or whatever. They're like, fuck you, you're too bad, you're, you're screwed. So. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, it kind of pushed that under the rug, but to me, it stood out loud and clear yeah. on this, you know, maybe like 10th watching of this movie. But I haven't also haven't watched this movie in easily more than five years definitely yeah. more than five years yeah i think i but i think it's probably when i first came out was when i saw it last and then i was like and then when i watch it again for this yeah so um, i think it was 2005 i think is when i came out or 2000 no wait it was 2003 or 4 2005 no you were right the first time right yeah because i think i saw this movie in the theater but um, I obviously must have liked it at that time because then I went and bought the DVD. Yeah. So I would have definitely watched it a few times before it just ended up on my shelf sitting there getting all dusty. So <laughs> Yeah, so I yeah, so I think yeah, so I like yeah, I think when I probably when I hit videos probably when I saw it last. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. But one thing, like 
nothing about Kira Knightley in this movie makes her tough in any way, shape, or form. Um, and every time she pulls out her nunchucks, I think of Napoleon Dynamite. Um, because, you know, like the part where he's like, you know, like nunchaku skills and bow hunting skills and computer hacking skills. That's all I think of because she looks like a, she looks like a joke while she's doing it. I know she's supposed to be looking tough, but people aren't supposed to take her seriously because she's a chick. But she doesn't come across tough at any point in time is, is what my problem is. Another scene where they uh, have the bounty hunter class and then they go and take off and she throws a knife. I'm like, would the knife actually go through a windshield that way? Or are they just trying to do that to make it look tough? That's that's not the point. That that like I didn't even care about that point in time. Like as soon as she yeah, starts like she's like, you know what, yeah. I've been training since I was twelve and she starts pulling out the nunchucks and I was just like, Oh my god, you're gonna yeah. be kidding me. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, at that point I was she started doing that and I'm like, Where the fuck did they come from? Because it's not like she had them like in her back pocket and then she was talking and then all of a sudden she has them. I'm like, where the fuck did they come from? <laughs> I don't, like, I, you know, I yeah, don't know. Because it's, it's like halfway through the conversation, she's all of a sudden fucking chucking. I'm like, what yeah. is she like? At my, like Michelangelo in the second Ninja Turtles movie? She's going to start doing it on her finger? Seriously. But, like, I don't know. But I just start, I, like, I know that's supposed to be a serious scene. That's supposed to show, like, how tough she is. And she's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck, you know? Like, but I, I just started laughing. I was just like, this is hilarious. Yeah, because I, yeah, because I was, that was my main thing. It was like, where the fuck did they come from? <laughs> <laughs> Because at first it looked like she was just moving around, and then then I realized I was like, "Oh, great! It is nunchucks." Yeah, she comes across as like a petulant child. Like it's, yeah, well, she's like, "I'm rebelling against everything I grew up with." You're gonna yeah. say blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like the uh, the actor kid that doesn't like their parents being actors, so she's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, kid. yeah, you know what I mean? Like because I think there's a thin line between that and the character she was supposed to play, which is a disillusioned rich girl who's just like fuck the world but you end up with like a pouty chick who's like look how hot i am and i know i have nunchuck skills oh my god it doesn't work yeah i don't know but like (laughs) the whole movie just i think everybody besides kira knightley did a great job in this movie um and like everything but everything around it because of the style that it's done in and the voiceover and like all that stuff just kind of like i was just like can we not can we just get over this can we and and just and it's just like i'm done with harvey so many times in the movie Mm -hmm. yeah you know but then the thing is too is they show what domino looks like at the end end of the movie right and i know when you make movies and stuff you you know, you take your artistic license and, and change them around. But they show a picture of her, and I'm like, oh, she's definitely a person you don't want to mess with. Like, yeah. when I saw her, I'm like, that is a person you don't want to mess with. It's very clear, yeah. you know. But Kira Knightley does not have that same aura. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, unfortunately, like, I think that one director that said she's a little too beautiful sometimes, and like, yeah, for this movie, that might not be working in their favor of just a little bit. Yeah. No, but like, uh, not, there's not nothing, that I, there's sorry, nothing wrong with being pretty. No, like, no, I, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. But like, just in this one specific spot, it may actually... Be a detriment to her. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Because yeah, cause they said her being tough is like, uh, just like I said with uh, Zeg Z last time, like, they, I can't take her seriously sometimes. It's just, yeah, a little too, a little too cute to be looking at 
trying to look angry. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I always hate when I say that they response when I think that, but like saying it, but in this case, it kind of is true. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. Like yeah. she, she just doesn't pull that whole thing off very well. No. And like, and especially like that scene where she's got like the two machine guns and she's shooting people in the hallway. I'm like, there's no way she's doing that. Like no, and, and, in real and, life and, and, and stuff. And, and she was, as soon as I thought that, I thought, I thought of that fucking shitty Max Payne movie. Oh with, my uh, god, that was so where, bad. Where, where, where like where he takes the drugs or whatever. And he's that like, same sort of thing where he's just going crazy with the two guns. He's just like, you see his face. He's just like, ah, going crazy. I just thought of that. And I'm like, he did a better job. Like doing that but of course he was going overboard but yeah <laughs> uh, i just started laughing because i thought of that scene yeah was... i don't know all of all of those <laughs> all of those like sequences where she was in danger and she was being tough i was just like are you sure yeah. are you sure that's what's happening right now i don't i don't think so yeah but you know like but even like lucy lucy lou was in that movie for what six minutes yeah right and the the scene i love with her the most is the part where she's sharpening her pencil and she's like Thinking it out on like the glass, I'm just like that is perfection. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I was I was like, this is fucking annoying the shit out of me. And if I was choosing to read me, I would have just fucking lost what. Yeah, but the thing is, is I find the thing is I find that Lucy Liu comes across more tough than Domino does. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. because even Domino, it's very clear Domino doesn't want to cross this woman, and it's not because she's part of the FBI. I think Domino is actually the way she presents it it's, comes it's actually, across as scared of her, almost. intimidated yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure. like, honestly, in this scene, yeah, Lucy was right. fucking intimidating. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because I think even at the voiceover at the beginning of the movie, she's like, "What it depends on what I say here is if I go to jail or." die it's either go to jail or die or mm. one, one, of, one of the two i can't remember yeah, yeah so it's so, yeah so it's like she decides domino's fate yeah sort of thing so. i don't know honestly i don't even have that much to say about this movie because i was just i was just like like m- this is me watching the movie something happens like ugh, really what oh my god that's the person in this movie what is this what is going on who is the Oh God, she looks so dumb. Ugh. That's me with the whole movie that I was watching. And then I did come across like a certain line. I was like, let me type that down. And then I have like six, six things that are here. I'm like, it's, it's fine. I don't, I don't even know. One of the things is about like the lady at the beginning when they shoot her dog and she starts wailing. I'm just like, I'm sorry. If somebody shot my dog, I'd be wailing exactly the same way. That's my note from that scene. Yeah. Nothing else. That's my note from that scene. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'd 100% act the, I, act the same way she did. Yeah, just like freak out and start shooting. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, because I've been watching over my sister's dog last like a few months. Yeah, dogs are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but that reminds me of the the episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine where um, uh, Rosa gets a dog because <laughs> yeah, because uh, Char- Charles uh, Charles' dog like had a heart attack. There so you she go, went. Yeah. She she tried to get him another dog like Ar- Arlo. He's like, "You come Arlo or whatever. I don't care." Yeah. And, like later on, he's like, "I don't like." At first, I didn't know what people like, but I had this dog for seven days. Now I'll kill everyone. Hit, kill everyone in this room, and then me if something happened to him. And that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, I'm exactly, telling you, hundred percent. It's exactly what that's like. You're like, this isn't my dog, but I've known this dog for two days, and I will murder everyone in this room <laughs> if anything happens to them. If you wrong this dog, if you don't give it this treat or pets. You're dead. Yeah, you're dead. Hundred <laughs> yeah, yeah. percent. So I like I saw that woman wailing. I'm like, you know what? 
Everybody else in there, they've never had a pet. She has a pet. I understand her pain. I get it. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, that's my my biggest note in this. Like, I don't don't even... You know, I brought up the the grandma thing. I brought up the nunchucks thing with Napoleon. Died. Oh, Tom Waits randomly showing up in the desert. Oh, that, that, like, that, that, yeah, that that yeah, oh, that that the preacher guy. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Uh, I got that, that too. And he just pulls out the coin, and then which brings just to bring it back at the beginning. I'm like that fucking this scene makes no so fucking sense. He just shows up. But I mean, they they are they are all on drugs. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The freaking the, the mescaline or whatever. Yeah, that, that was. Yeah. I was gonna so, say yeah. That that'd be the thing if you're not expecting to be on mescaline, that would fucking fuck you up even more. Yeah. So that <laughs> so that maybe maybe what it is, it's it's more the fact that he's he was probably like a normal man got out of the car, like oh my god, let me help you get into the car, but they're tripping out. Yeah. And they thought something different. Maybe that's what that scene is yeah, really supposed I, to okay, be about. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because I think they. Uh, Try and hold tripped out the whole sex scene too. I think because she says yeah. that, that she because she says at the beginning of the movie that he liked her but never did anything, mm-hmm. and then they kind of came come to when they were still in the, under the RV or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't I don't know. Yeah. So. Was, um. But that's I, I don't know. But one of the the most random well not really the most random thing but have you ever seen a movie called Seven Psychopaths? Seven Psychopaths. Uh, that's uh, Colin Colin Farrell, isn't it? Colin Farrell. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I started it, but never ended up finishing for whatever reason. Christopher Walken's in it as well. Oh, I just never ended up picking it back up for whatever reason. It just so. Seven. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's in it. There's a whole bunch of people in this movie. So, Sam Rockwell. Um, these are not in order. Hold on. What is what <laughs> order is are these in? There's seven people that are well. Tom Waits is of course one of them. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of people in this movie. Anyways, it's a great movie, right? Yeah. And what it is is about a guy who is writing a story about these seven crazy people. And he's t- telling seven crazy stories. It's pretty much what it is. And one of the people is Tom Waits. And Tom Waits is this guy who, you know, has a rabbit and calls Colin Farrell's character. And in it, he's like... he. Like, uh, Tom Waits telling this story and he's looking for this woman. He's like, put my number up at the end of the movie. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, like even in the movie, people are just like, what the fuck is up with that guy? Like, I don't, I don't even understand it. But what's really funny about it is that at the end of the movie, like if you watch the credits, that guy's phone number is at the end of the credits, which is really funny. But anyways, that's not my point. My point is, is that Tom Waits plays just as fucked up of, of a person, just more like, not like I'm wandering the desert on drugs, but more like I'm wandering the desert and I'm going to murder everybody I meet. <laughs> vibe. And it's just so good. Like, it's so good. Uh, so I recommend that one. You should, I, I think you'll like it. I think you should give it a try. All right. I, I, think, I'll, I think I may have a copy of it somewhere. So I think I'll mm. check that out. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as I saw Tom Waits show up, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, so I, so I guess that means I actually don't know what Tom Waits looked like because I didn't know who I didn't know that, that until he told me. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm aware aware of who he is, but I guess I never actually saw a picture of him before. So. Yeah, he like I find him such a because if I remember correctly, he was originally like a musician, and yeah. he's 
sort of transitioned into doing yeah. some acting. Oh yeah, yeah, like just one of those guys that just shows, like David Bowie just shows up in the random thing every so often. Yeah. So, uh, so I, but I find like he's he's a he's a weird guy. I will tell yeah. you this right now. He's oh, yeah. a weird guy. Yeah, that that doesn't. Yeah, I think just even before this movie, realizing that was him. Yeah, I think he was a bit of a weird guy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, so he's it's I I actually find it very entertaining when he shows up and stuff because right, he's shown up in a couple of things. All right, I'll definitely have to check that out. Do you have any notes about? Uh, yeah, not really. I yeah, just uh, yeah, yeah, just it was weird, and I always for, totally forgot that Walker was in it. And how can you always forget? How can you forget Christopher Walken? Really, I know, which is just sad, <laughs> right? So yeah, sad. really, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, because yeah, and then the one I liked in movies probably came out like a couple years before this was the the Rock movie, uh, the Rundown. Oh, the Run! It's great yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I, great movie. Yeah, going to that movie, I, my girlfriend at the time wanted to go see it. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll I'll go with yeah. it. I just, I'm like, I did not expect it much, and that movie was fucking great. I love that movie yeah. so much. It's people people forget that movie exists. I, I know, yeah, because yeah, yeah, that was his that was his first like. Big. Uh, uh, other than the Scorpion King, that was like yeah. his first real big movie. Yeah, this this is the movie that made me like The Rock. Not yeah, anything uh, before. It was this movie. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was a fucking uh, amazing movie. And the, and uh, Sean William Scott was pretty good in it too. He was. Uh, he was Rosario looking, Dawson's in it yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was fucking great. I think that was a r- r- movie that made me realize who she was too because she's. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great, and obviously she's. Rosario Dawson as well, so of course, yes, yeah, yeah. So obviously, I don't but, need to uh, say more about that. <laughs> <laughs> People are just like, we understand. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we get it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, yeah, so yeah, it's not the not the best Tony Scott movie, but if you're watching, uh, yeah, if you're watching Man on Fire and Deja Vu, you might as well watch the trilogy of the weirdness, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like it's... The, less, it's the lesser of the three movies. Yeah, like, but it, the thing is, is if you've seen a Tony Scott movie based on this, you've yeah. seen all of Tony Scott's yeah, movies. Yeah, true enough, true enough, yeah. So. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. This makes me want to watch Deja Vu again, though. I really like that movie. No, makes me want to watch but, Man on Fire. I like that one the best. Yeah, actually, it, actually, I think I've watched Deja Vu more, so actually, I may actually go watch Man on Fire again. Mm. I, I I do like both of those. That's a good one. And, and I I do I kind of do like Paula Patton too. And she was in uh, Deja Vu, so she was and Jim Caviezel. Oh yeah, Jim Caviezel. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I, I I like the movie at least. So. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Yeah, yeah, as I said, always as a caveat, like I, if I will say a movie is good, then sometimes I'll just say I like it, and that means it's probably not the best movie. But I still. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there are movies out there and TV shows that are pure trash, and yeah, yeah. I just fucking enjoy yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And I just like I don't care. I'm not I'm not here to defend the movie. I'm nope. just here to give my opinion of it. Yeah, but like my thumbs are up. Yeah, most of the time people are just like that movie shit. And I'm like I know, but I love it. Like it's, I'm not even trying to defend myself. Not trying to defend it. I'm just like I'm the one. It's my fault this thing exists. Exactly, and I don't, and. and my biggest one for that, uh, the Hill of Dion, is the uh, Angry Hulk movie. I I like it. Again, I've still never actually uh, watched that movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, at, th- I, at this point, I would, even though I say I like it, don't. Okay. And, like, it, yeah. Even it, even I do like it. Every time I watch it, it does have diminishing returns, but I still say I like it. I, I do. 
Like, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I yeah. like my thing is I refuse to say anything about it because I've still never yeah, seen it. Yeah. And then the one I did see, which was the uh, Incredible the, uh, Hulk, yeah. was garbage. So I oh, can't yeah. base any of my opinion yeah. on Hulk movies on that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So like it was, yeah, it was marginally better, like the Ed, Ed Norton one, but. Yeah, mm. I, I like the Hank Bingley The one. thing is, I think Ed Norton's a great actor. I loved yeah. all of the stuff he'd done, oh, yeah. and that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to see it. And I was like, yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. is shit. Yeah, it didn't suck because of him. Yeah, it just yeah. sucked because it was a bad movie. Yeah, you know, and Tim Roth is in there, and he's yeah. as, as Abomination, and like Tim Roth is such a good actor. Yeah, and it, it, how could to, you ruin this? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> he he was okay at best in that movie, and how could you have fucked up Tim Roth? Exactly, like it's crazy. But, you know, it, apparently it can be done. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't blame Canada on that one. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I think was it all shot in Canada or just parts of it? It was shot in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because like, especially what, um, the last fight scene yeah. is all down Young Street. Yeah, because he that, yeah because you definitely see uh, that Dundas Square and Zanzibar. Yes. Stuff, yeah, because yeah, yeah. as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, I know what that, that part is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't Young Dundas score yet. It was just Young and Dundas still at that yeah. point in time. I oh, really? think even like the Stand the Record Man sign is, is in yeah, there. I th- yeah, so I think it was so. probably like right, like right around, probably like right before it uh, that, uh, mm. went down or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think that was like right before I lived in New Market, so, like, so I wasn't able to go downtown and see it. See it, yeah. And then, then too, I think like I always work at midnights, like the week that they were shooting the uh, the Batman Superman stuff or whatever, or Suicide Squad or whatever the fuck they were shooting. I like, saw. Um, I got to walk by the downed helicopter on Bay Street. Oh, nice! Like they had it set up. I think they were shooting that night, but like it was like I, I was just walking down the street, going to wherever. Union Station, and I was walking down. I was like on my phone, and I look up, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And because they didn't see any like ambulances and nobody was like screaming and stuff, and like there was a guy going like keep moving, keep moving. And, like, he's like, just bored on. with his job, and I was like, "What's going on?" He's like, "It's for the movie. Just keep going." I'm like, can I take a picture? He's like, "He's like, yeah, but you just can't, you know, hold up the area." And I was like, "Okay." As I'm walking by, click, 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 and I was like, "I'm good." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one I'm surprised I didn't hear anything about was uh, Shazam, because I was kind of hoping to see something about that. Then they're like, "We're shooting in Toronto," and then we're done. I'm like the fuck happened yeah because yeah, when i saw shazam i recognized everywhere they filmed yeah. but i don't remember anywhere being shut down at any point in time yeah so. they're obviously at the cne for a good chunk of the movie so like mm-hmm. i don't remember hearing anything about that either yeah, they so, were at uh, the cne they were at um and i lived like a couple i just lived like not too far away from there either so i'm like mm-hmm. what the hell they were at those buildings at like like York Street or something like right off the Gardner and yeah stuff like yeah that. yeah like yeah, yeah the one part, that one part yeah so I was like right there yeah. so I was like, and I lived not too far away from it at the time I'm like how did I not hear about this but they film movies here all the time I mean I know. like there was like Kick Ass there was uh, Repo Men there's there's tons of them yeah yeah that, that, yeah I think a good chunk of those were before I lived I lived around the area though mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, as soon as I did, I'm like, nope, nothing. I think, I think, that, yeah, I think in the year and a half I lived at uh, where I was living, I got like one notice that they may be shooting on like a block up, and then I didn't see it. Yeah, they film TV shows in my area all the time, so I get notices. Like, yeah, so bunch. yeah, so I was, I was at the, uh, as at Adelaide Bathurst. Mm-hmm. That was. Oh really? I'm surprised. Yeah. I would have thought that area got shut yeah. down all the time. Yeah, you you think so? But I, I said I only got one notice like once when I was coming home from midnight shift. They were like, "Oh yeah, like a block away, like up at Queen." 
they oh. might they might they might shoot it uh, shut it down one day and then huh. I, I did then I didn't see it. Interesting. So, yeah, because I would yeah because I would figured the same thing yeah like that that would be a good area for stuff. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I heard saw about in that area is when they were doing the C and E stuff and I was like at home one like day off and they, they when they were practicing for the jets to go by mm-hmm. and that freaked the hell out of me because it's loud. <laughs> yeah, and-, and it was like right over my apartment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> then I was like, "Oh yeah, I I know what's going on now." Mm. <laughs> so it took me a minute to, to it took me a minute to realize what was going on. Yeah, before you like you duck and cover for two, like <laughs> exactly. wait a second, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, well, cool. So I guess you know your last thoughts on Dogma and Domino. Uh, of course, like Dogma obviously holds up, and I yeah, said one of the one earlier one Kevin Smith movies that really does hold up. So definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. As I said, it's having fun, not making fun of religion. So hopefully, going in, into it with an open mind if you haven't seen it. And yeah, if you like Keira Knightley, watch uh, Domino because she's kind of cute. But aside from that, it's not a great. <laughs> aside from that, it's not a great movie. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. My thing is Dogma. Great. It ages well. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, you can definitely skip Domino, yeah. but uh, Edgar Rod- uh, Ramirez is very that's pretty. A, in it. Very, choco- as, yeah, Choco, yeah, he was pretty rad. <laughs> He's yeah. pretty rad. So yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you again for coming back on the the show. Not a problem. Um, I will have you back again, I guess, at some point in time for another episode. Sounds good. Sounds good. I am definitely up for coming back. Sweet. Uh, well, that's it for this episode of Off My Shelf. Until next time, you can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at Oh My Shelf, or you can send an email to OhMyShelf at gmail.com. On the next episode, we'll be talking about two kind of weird movies, Donnie Darko and Doom. Hope you'll be here to listen.